live in phase two of podcast recovery. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Um, how many phases are there total? This is solid. Baker's dozen. So oh, now, n- now that I'm on a patio, do I have to start wearing pants again? I don't know how this works. Raise your voice. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that is still recording from a safe distance from each other's pants. Uh, wear a mask, Oops. everybody. Speak for yourself. Mm-hmm. Wear a mask. On this week's Around show, Duncan's we pants? About, yes. yes. It's better. It's safer that way. Trust me. Yes. Uh, Crutch we're talking about trust you. Crutch masks are all the rage <laughs> these days, Tony. Uh, warn against the dangers of clubbing in Orlando. Celebrate a couple of young Canadian players and more. Now the panel. The man from Little Malta, potentially sans pants. Welcome to Duncan Fletcher. <laughs> Bonjour. Hello. That's Maltese. Yes. Yeah, 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 it totally yeah. is. Having an adult beverage. Say hello to Mark Hinckley. Like, you make it sound like it doesn't happen often. Well, I'm here to tell you it doesn't. I was going to say, you seemed very excited about it. I wanted to call attention to yeah, it. Yeah, well, I took a sip of it, and it's bitter as fuck. Speaking of bitter you as don't... fuck. Hello. <laughs> laughing to you, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's Tony Walls. Um, Mark's intro was far better than yours. Ah. <laughs> Uh, God damn it, why did I do that? Apparently I pissed off Sony Records uh, and their copyright department. (laughs) I am your host, Kristen Knowles. Now to our show. Fucking badass. Don't mess with Celine. This show must go on. I drove my tractor through your haystack last night. I threw me pitchfork at your dog to keep boiled. Now someone's telling me that you Up on this week's show, it's Little CanCon and CONCACAF League. So it's one of the CONCACAF League is one of the qualifying tournaments to gain entry to the CONCACAF Champions League, and it has been postponed, though not yet completely canceled. So this, yeah, I'm sure it's coming. I can't, I can't. I hope just for the comedy of it, I actually hope they resume play, just because I can't wait to see teams flying all over the continent mm. and trying to rush a. A tournament into about six weeks. Just, just put the whole thing in Orlando. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? It's central. Hmm? Yes. Good point. Yep. Plenty of of, lots of flights in and out. Plenty of pitches apparently. Lots of pitches. Yeah. 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 Nine nine problems. Pitching one. Uh, So this year's edition of the Concaf League was to have begun at the end of next month, and since the tournament participants are dependent upon the associated leagues actually playing, which basically none of them or almost none of them are at the moment. They can't really have a tournament if there's no way to see the teams. So mm-hmm. um, we yeah. will see what happens with that. But it's like a much of football on this part of the world. Yeah, uh, file this under no shit, Sherlock. Mm. <laughs> 
That's my favorite file. It's yeah. a good file. <laughs> it's a very good file. It's a very big file these days, but it's a good one. Uh, mm. World Cup qualifying. We talk about this a lot as we try to figure out what CONCACAF and the rest of the soccer powers that be are going to do with um, international football for the next year. So the FIFA Council is meeting this week, actually tomorrow, day after recording, uh, to attempt to lay out the men's international calendar for this year and into next uh, as they try to figure out a way to fit in, you know, a fair amount or a fair path of qualifying matches leading up to the 2022 World Cup. A lot of that obviously has to do, again, with North American uh, and South American football based on where leagues are uh, in starting back up and playing Europe's far ahead, less travel um, for them to worry about that sort of thing. But, you know, still trying to figure out what's going to happen with, with CONCACAF. Uh, they keep narrowing down, well, we're not going to do the Hunger Games tournament, but we do the hex. It's not really the hex. So we're going to do this. There's so much talk, uh, but we might get some news by the end of this week or beginning of next week as to what is actually what they're going to attempt which will be interesting and you know it's um it's something that you know everyone's waiting for but until where you live it's safe to go out in public on a regular basis it's hard to like be like okay yeah let's make all these people fly around to seven different countries just to decide who gets to go to some other country in a year and a half you should work for a travel agency yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I know. Yeah, riveted. I'm like going to be their best salesperson. So mm-hmm. Sold, for sure. I'm going to go to Duncan Fletcher's customer service training school. Yeah, and, apparently it's yeah. really, really good. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. I've heard, I've, I've heard the, the, I've heard the customer service. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Do you want to go where? No, fine. Just, just yeah. Give me a moment. Enjoy. See? Mm. Look, who wouldn't? It's all that yeah. I've dreamt of. This is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. This is this is who who would not sign a, a travel contract? Hey, hey, hey Duncan, Duncan, can I get can I get upgraded to first class? What? No. Just just. <laughs> <laughs> it was even better than I had imagined it would be, and it was worth it. And I, 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 can I, I, I the name of your supervisor. I'd like to pass on my feedback. Yeah, I want to pass on the feedback that this guy is amazing and he should be a president of something. Glorious, exactly. Oh, my God. (laughs) Worth it. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Why are you wasting my time with questions like this? Jesus. Uh. So good. Please hold, sir. (laughs) 47 minutes later, Duncan's gone, had a drink, had a smoke, looked at Twitter for a while. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. So next week, we will hopefully have some news for you, some concrete news for you on that front. Uh, and lastly, in CanCon, um, Alfonso Davies, who we seem to talk about a lot. He is I good. I don't, know if, I don't know if you guys know. No, why? What happened? He's pretty good. He's pretty really? good. He's, he's like, yeah. Plays for uh, Munich, and he's good. He, okay, as somebody who follows 1860 Munich, he definitely does not play for us. I'm pretty sure. I saw it in the paper. I'm Yeah, but 
Anyway, go, Mark, go on. Mark would know. He's like a longtime fan. Uh, yeah, go so. on. I, he, plays for, uh, he plays for Germany. Couldn't couldn't name a single player on the team, but I know that one of them isn't Davies. So that's so I'm just anyway. Uh, so Alfonso Davies, who uh, has of course been talked about a great deal in sports media, uh, both home and abroad. Uh, obviously, Baron Munich won. For the eighth time, the Bundesliga, everyone was shocked and surprised. Not oh, at all. But hooray. the exciting thing for um, for this is that he was voted uh, the League Rookie of the Year. Oh. Who sponsors that in Germany? Is it like the Krakus Polish Ham? Which would, I guess, be ironic <laughs> in Germany. That's, that's, no, that's a good point. That's I didn't even point. look into that. What's wrong with me? I have no idea. <laughs> Don't die. I, I hope it's Kinder. That would make sense. Because <laughs> he's young. The Hitler Youth Rookie of the Year. Oh, that works too. <laughs> oh. That got, that, got, that got dark. Okay. Uh-huh. That that escalated way too quickly. So did World War II. Oh, come on. Oh. No oh, other German baby sings. Yeah. Anyway, congratulations. The coveted brown shirt. For... <laughs> Stop it. Uh, oh, it's like the U.S. Open. More so now. Stop it. Hey, come on, Kristen. Hitler Youth, this is Oscar-winning comedy. It's proven. It might actually be proven. I can't... I, I'm not looking to re- research this, though. Mm. I would have screenplay for something. Did uh, the... Uh, oh, that's right. Rabbit. That's right, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a perfectly valid uh, topic to joke about. <laughs> and timely. wins again. <laughs> and timely. Congratulations, Alfonso Davies, for winning Rookie of the Year. Six <laughs> feet. Quick, really, push really through. Really proud of him. <laughs> uh, I didn't put anything for, for CanPL in today. Oh, no, we're past that now. I didn't put anything for CanPL in this week's rundown. Although, if you haven't watched... Uh, uh, the From Stone documentary about the indigenous artists who did Campiel's uh, individual awards. I highly recommend it. It's fascinating. They've done a really, really great job with it. Um, you get to learn a lot uh, about the artisans involved and their background. I was especially enjoying the one who named his kid Maradona because the kid was kicking while he was watching the World Cup, which I thought was hilarious. Ah, which World and Cup? charming. I wish they would have got one of them to do the uh, the actual championship trophy the shield yes so the, yes, the dinner the agreed. dinner plate the it's microwave the, dish the, the microwave plate of destiny it's the thing that's missing <laughs> from yeah the, the trophy oh. collection if anything can be rebranded if they're talking about rebranding a whole club in this league surely they could redo the trophy you would think so one would hope just put it in the big you know all I mean, the york nine stuff and that in a big box in a time capsule hmm I mean, basically, they're, they're all going on about Forever First and everything. So it's like, right, this is the one for Forever First, and now here's the real one for the rest of the time. Yeah. Let the Forever that, First rebranded let the, let the microwave plate have its own special thing just as a one-off Forever First thing. And what are they going to do? Give it to the person who wins it the second year and the third year? Now it means nothing. Mm. Mm. Got a point. Would mm. take away the specialness of... Uh, Hamilton's victory. It was special. I treasure it forever. Oh, I see you have a curing. Can I be your friend?
Is it back yet? We it's almost back. Oh, baby it, got back. Almost back. It's like oh, the sh it's, it's like the it's, lower shoulders. Wait, it's backing that, it up. Is that the preseason tournament? Coming. Hashtag MLS is almost back. Yeah. Yeah. MLS is nape of the neck. <gasps> Erotic. Uh -huh. mm. MLS after dark. Uh so the No, there's some matches at nine AM. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but if they're on the West Coast, it's still dark, isn't it? That's really that, is it after dark? Yeah, I guess yeah, that is after dark. Yeah. After dark yeah, is 9 a.m., technically. Yeah. See, there you go. Um, so the tournament is scheduled to start on uh, July 8th. And teams, or at least one team, I think it's San Jose Earthquakes, have arrived in Orlando today. Um, many teams are delaying their, their trip down. But why? As long as they possibly can. Yeah, I, I don't know why. Um, Spirit Airlines is waiting. Because, possibly because uh, <laughs> as Florida continues to uh, post record numbers of COVID cases, like they, they keep breaking their own records. Um, Inspirational. Yeah, they're super, number one. Yeah, like they're, USA, they are USA. competitive. Mm -hmm. Like clearly this is where you want to hold all the tournaments because they mm -hmm. are really going for it. They're just like, mm -hmm. ain't no one going to beat us in this. This is all us. Literally, all of us are going to be infected. Um, and since it's looking less and less, especially with the release of the schedule, which we'll talk about in a minute, um, as though MLS will do the right thing and move the tournament. You know what? They've invested <laughs> money. They've got TV rights. You know, what's a little virus? The, the players will be mm. fine. They're going to be hermetically sealed in their hotels. It doesn't matter that staff yeah. are going to be able to come and go and stuff like that. This will be fine. Or well, the um, people's death over losing a bit of money. Always. It's just, you know, you know the, the, the needs of the, the few billionaire owners versus the many players and families clearly... Yeah. I mean, it's you not see like which way this is going. It's not like the billionaire owners are going to have to go and, go and be in Orlando and everything. They can still exactly. be off on their their yachts wherever, so it's fine. Yeah, but which one of their six yachts, Duncan? Yeah, that's a good point. Or three that were in the same harbor. Which one? Mm, mm. Mm. Oh, that's the shell game, right? You know, they just while one is being sanitized, they move to the other one, and then um, it'll be good. So, the tournament starts in a couple weeks and yeah, the situation in Florida just continues to get worse and worse and worse. So since they're not going to call it off, I have some questions about the tournament. Go on. Um, mm. What should they be offering as incentives for players? Healthcare. Ooh. 
Socialist. Fucking. Come on now. Even uh, I wasn't going to suggest that. Seriously. Duncan. Oh, he's so sweet, everybody. Vaccines Fletcher. for designated players. Oh, there we go. Flintstones vitamins uh, for the rest. Sanitizer foam parties. Ooh. Does hand sanitizer foam up? Yes. Nice. They'll find a way. Yes, I've seen That's, it. Yeah, some of it does. There's different uh, different types, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Depends on which one. Yeah. yeah. Man of the match wins a mask. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like a the, good one, like an N95 mask. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Oh, those are good. Those are the best. That's, that's the shit right else, there. Everyone else has to make their own mask out of the man of the match's shorts. <laughs> good luck, people. That's, you should have played better. Yeah. That sounds like punishment. <laughs> Has anyone been developing gator oxygen? (laughs) (laughs) Berry blast. Uh, (laughs) My lungs! (laughs) So tasty! Uh, Goalkeeper, antibacterial goalkeeper gloves. Mm. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. good. Yeah. That's good. I I figure Man of the Match, uh, they're allowed to bring their family down to disney within the only only valid though for the next 12 months uh mm. because it'll still be going on and who the hell else is going to be visiting so fair crew cat sprays the benches <laughs> with sanitizing Ooh, liquid counterproductive just a little bit oh it's a sanitizing spray is it a sanitizing spray <laughs> I'm gonna bend over and sanitize you. <laughs> oh, you! Oh, you clean now. Oh, you're all wet. I know it. I know it dirty. Mm-hmm. I know what dirty looks like, and this is clean. <laughs> you got COVID sixty nine. What about um, new names for the tournament? Yeah, we, we've been calling it the Disney Cup or the Disney Tournament because MLS's back is just stupid. No matter how much that marketing exercise of a quote-unquote article tried to make it seem like it was really, really clever. Um, any ideas? Name for the tournament? Coffin to the Coffin with MLS. Nice. <laughs> Brought to you by some uh, awesome... Robotism. Online funeral home, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. Uh, I went with the, with the Highlander games, because there mm. will be only one player left, probably. Mm, Michael Bradley. Uh, yeah, of course it's Michael Bradley. The He's tournament to end all tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the, the final tournament. Because mm. it nice. probably will be the final tournament ever mm. held. Fair, fair. Um... I had a, a any I had a new I came up with a new name for um the the tournament trophy mm. uh the the petri dish. Mm. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Sounds like an experiment. Trophy, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what this sort of feels like now, doesn't it? Yeah. Any other trophy suggestions, gentlemen? What is I like it when one of you records outside. It's my favorite part. It's legal now. I have all the windows closed. This is not me. 
Well, stop make, pipe, make, stop piping in speaking. fake traffic noise. It's <laughs> it's distracting to the rest of the podcast, and I'm a sorry. lot of a lot of listeners kind of feel it's tacky. So yeah, exactly. It's you know if you can't be outside, let, let's not pretend. It's just embarrassing. I was, I was assured this would be natural background sound. We'll have we'll have a press release, everybody, uh, after the show. I assure you. Fine. Yes. Um, yeah, there's not so much with the trophy, but again, another sort of man of the match thing. He had to, oh, yes. a ventilator. Mm. <laughs> By which I mean, uh, you, you get a, a, a voucher to go to Starbucks at some <clears> point. Nice. Some point in the future. Have a ventilator. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. Very good. Yes. Is O2 still, is, but, is O2 still a company in Europe? I don't know. Sure. You know, former former shirt sponsor yeah, yeah. of yeah, yeah. You know, England rugby, etc. Mobile phone company. Yeah, yeah. I think just yeah, they yeah. must be because the a lot of a lot of uh, theaters and arenas are named after yeah. them. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. So who wouldn't want O2 at this tournament? Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Point. All right. So science the, jokes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Science jokes. It's, this is the yeah. thinking man's podcast. <laughs> yes, podcast. Yeah. Yes, yes, it is. That is what uh-huh. we are known for. Um, the uh, the athletic, the the, the bane Charlton? of the league. Mm. Yes. Mm. Uh, what are they up to? What are those addicts up to? There's more, than, there's more than one athletic, Kristen, as I've been told about other names. Yeah. Good. Okay. Who? I was waiting. Exactly. That was going to be the go-to one. Um, Wigan is the go-to for no one. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there. You're right. In the, uh, um, in the 80s and the 90s, uh, they were very big in the world of rugby league. Yeah. Okay. Well, yes. Yes. On on the rugby league podcast, they mm. that would I would have never have said that. True. <laughs> you would have saved that for Halifax. Yeah. 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 Shea, Shea butters. Mm. <laughs> Sure. More like the shame men, am I right? <laughs> hey, you are. Yes. Thank you. I wasn't so sure. Again, mm-hmm. the, athletic. The, athletic. The, the sports blog, um, oh. Oh. The, the thorn in MLS's side, once again has managed to scoop the league on announcing something. So mm-hmm. the league was going to announce the tournament schedule, so on and so forth, tomorrow. But someone leaked the details to the athletic. <laughs> Uh, and the schedule is out. And if you haven't looked at it yet, it's all over the interwebs. Um, and, you know, there are the two cu- couple of matches on July 8th. They're being nice and not making anybody get up early um, that particular day. So two late night matches, Orlando versus Miami and Nashville versus Chicago. So, you know, tens of people will be watching those matches. Those are the most mm-hmm. exciting draws you could possibly imagine um all of the matches for uh those of us here uh in canada uh are all on tsn so for those of you that have canceled your tsn um yes find you know find some friends with logins Uh, i mean pay tsn some money but i don't mean that at all um uh, anyway so they're all going to be on tsn uh which is what else do they have to show Spread over all their five different channels on their online thing, I'm sure. Classic right. Expos baseball. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'd actually be down with that. I'm sure you would. Would you? Yeah, actually, you know, the only reason I'd be okay with it is because every time there's a classic game on of anything, it's like, this classic from 2017. It's like, that was 
<laughs> barely two years ago. It's not a classic. Yeah. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> stop reworking the word classic because you got a logo that you paid for. Bastards. <laughs> uh, so TFC's first match is uh, July 10th. Uh, versus... On Bermuda Independence Day? Yep, sorry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Versus DC wow. uh, at 8 p.m. So TFC, out oh. of their three group stage matches, they only have one of the morning matches. They, 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 get, the, they get the choice 8 o'clock kickoff time, you know, for, for two of their matches, which sure. surprised me. This is a so, money club, man. They're big money. Yeah. Uh, so July 15th is the... Is the the big match against the Cheesemakers, again, 8 p.m. And then Grr. they're... Right. And then their morning match is against the T-Terrorists on July 21st at 9 a.m. Um, Breakfast with the Revolution. Mm. Christ. Mm. Well, you know, good background music. Um, one of the most hilarious things, though, I think, is there is a Seattle match at 9 a.m., um, yes, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> the sounding enthusiast versus Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas yeah! uh, at nine a.m. That's good for no uh, one. No, nope. I know it's 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 fantastic. It's like that. How? What did what did they do to piss somebody off to make this happen? I just yeah. Just I another error in the blind draw. COVID <laughs> nineteen. Is this like Marco Polo? Yeah, it's like the Seattle Sounders. Yeah, okay. COVID. 19. 19. Catch it. And it it, it really, it kicks in. Um, And then the, you know, the big, the big marquee match, uh, the LA match. Ooh. Uh, So the former Zlatan, LA Zlatans and uh, Zombie Sheevas, they have their, their big match on July 18th. But they've got the late time slot, which I think is hilarious. Uh, Again, I guess that's for their fan base fine i suppose anyway so they're playing at 10 30 you, um, you you have a you have a problem with the pacific time zone i do bastards in there how yeah. dare they put that match at <laughs> a time when everyone who supports when everyone is, that's actually their fan could watch it like honestly what about us who would what maybe about think us? about watching it oh i'll probably be up i never sleep so all right that's for all too not about you <laughs> isn't it isn't it um and then they've done all the breakdowns for the knockout stages as well and i'm i'm not gonna sit here and, and read everything out we'll cross because... that bridge when we come to it that's wishful thinking Next. that they're gonna get that far <laughs> you don't think they are come on oh, oh you once... mean the tournament's gonna be canceled by then yes right. once once seven of the teams are wiped out through a virus <laughs> So yes, it's uh, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Um, uh, yeah, the uh, so yeah, the knockout stage starts on July twenty fifth. Quarterfinals July thirtieth. Uh, semifinals are August fifth and sixth, and the final uh, should it ever get this far uh, is August eleventh. So there you go. On National That's, Costa Rica Day. Yeah, I'm sorry. They're not very sensitive in MLS. No, they don't care. <laughs> they just don't care. I can't. I. I. You know. We can't. Uh, we can't force them. Sorry. Um. So yay, yay. Um. 
actually, before we jump into what I actually had as the next thing, Florida-related, um, MLS, not quite related, but NWSL, who have been seemingly, you know, working really well with their players and getting everything really organized for this Challenge Cup tournament that starts this weekend, uh, this Saturday, in fact, uh, has had to make a change to the tournament because an entire team isn't going. Orlando Pride. Because apparently several members of the Orlando Pride decided to go clubbing. Um, Maybe not quite to the level of Croatian tennis players partying, but enough that the entire team Mm. is sitting out the tournament because many of them, there's like, I think the initial report was six. I think it's been bumped up to 10 uh, players and staff are, are now officially having tested positive. So the entire team is sitting this whole tournament out. Um, so the NWSL had to completely rejig the schedule. And of course they're playing in that other bastion of safety in the U S right now, which is, which is, which is, which is Texas. Uh, it's super safe. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Coming from Texas. They're actually going to be in Utah. I apologize. Um, mm-hmm. But I know one of the clubs is again, just spending time there, and one of the, they were also going to like share planes and stuff. I was like, this all sounds horrible, um, but it is still apparently going forward. Uh, some players have opted to sit out for health concerns, um, and some of the, you know, so some clubs are without some top players, uh, but other clubs are just like, no, everyone's playing, and and you know what, they I guess. They need a paycheck too, or they feel safe from wherever they're coming from and are assured that whatever's going to happen, where they're going to be is going to somehow be safe. But, uh, so yeah, so that kicks what off. What could go wrong? Nothing well, hey, at all. Come on, at least they chose Utah. There's no chance of anyone going to a nightclub. Mm. <laughs> Fair. That's a good point. So yes, first match is uh, this Saturday, 12.30 uh, Portland Thorns, so Christine Sinclair fans, uh, versus the North Carolina Courage on CBS. And it looks like the rest of the tournament is on CBS All Access, so I guess you have to pay for it. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> wow. It's, it's too fast, too furious out there. <laughs> yes. And the angry tweets just keep rolling in with this the fake outdoor noise. My place. Why couldn't two soccer pay for a better licensing and maybe get a proper podcast crowd noise, whatever the fuck that's Two soccer, like. too furious. Oh, God. <laughs> Our Albanian handlers are letting it go. It's probably a defeat coming from Albania. Maybe. That, yeah. that makes a certain amount of sense. That yeah. makes a certain amount of sense, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Anyway, so good job, Orlando Pride players. Yeah. This yeah. Up. Like, I get that it's technically legal in your state things are open but for fuck's sakes there's a lot of things that are technically legal in florida that you don't do yeah but like but just this is like your livelihood and so many other people's livelihood that you just fucked with yeah but seriously like two dollar margaritas on thursday nights oh but they're gonna be such shit margaritas though um in florida never It's ladies free before 10 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> 10 p.m. probably. <laughs> they, they, no, 10 a.m. actually makes sense. They totally, the, those establishments so target women's pro sports. 
Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, it's I I can't imagine the the frustration from other people on that team, but other players within the league. Um, just it's so dumb. It's just so dumb. And now their whole team isn't going, and yeah. In in Pride Month as well, I. That's it's true. Mm. Um, the whole thing a bad name. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, a couple other things before we leave uh, North American soccer. Um, within the MLS, something you know we we've, we've talked about a lot in the last few weeks is um, you know growing movements uh, anti anti racist anti black racism. Um, defund the police, uh, you know, racism in sport, racism in media, all sorts of different things um, stemming from what's going on in the world and stemming from the show we did with Mike Newell. Um, One of the things that sprung out of this is the Black Players Coalition. And this is a uh, collection of MLS players uh, who, you know, which started as an informal, you know, text messaging group basically has sprung into something you know that has uh some teeth behind it you know they've got uh they've got some funding uh they're working with the mlspa um to not just support each other but also to uh work with or you know put pressure on mls for you know better diversification of hiring practices um you know cultural education courses, uh, social education courses, uh, just really, really, really wanting to contribute and help elevate the discourse uh, within their within their profession. And so you've got, you know, some, some not, you know, some really good players involved in this, um, mostly vets. Uh, TFC's own Justin Morrow is uh, the executive he's, director. He's a vet? Huh. Who'd have yep. Well, I Two guess, tours. you know, yeah, they, they generally... Veteran player go, they, of the they, league, yes. They go to college and, uh, ah, veteran. He's not a... Yes, I preferred, I was thinking veterinarian. Oh, well, you know, you need a fallback career. Yeah. Um, two of our favorite players, uh, Kai Kamara. Sure. We love Kai mm-hmm. Kamara. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark and I, Bill Hamid. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Johnson, um, Ike Opara... Kendall Waston, uh, CJ Sapong, Quincy Ameriquois, uh, Ray Gaddis, Earl Edwards Jr., uh, Halil Anibaba, and Jeremy Ebobise. So those are the guys who are the executive um, for this organization. And it's, it's, it's great. It's, un- it's, it's unfortunate that it, that it has to happen, but it's so good to see them, like, putting this together and being really vocal about it. Um, they had a great hashtag, which was MLS is black. Lol. So they yeah, took over the MLS's hashtag. I know. I was like, I was like, yeah, I love this. So that was fantastic. Um, and they've been doing a really good job at amplifying um, each other's voices and talking about, you know, a lot of really important things going on um, in the world, but also, in the the league in which in which they play um so yeah so it's great if you haven't uh given them a follow yet do so they're on twitter they're on instagram uh it's worth it just uh you know for the conversation um Mm -hmm. mls mls clubs as well have been trying to 
do their best to to get involved and, and be supportive. And other clubs are more more so it seems than than others, which again, you're gonna have that we have that all the time, regardless of the conversation, right? Um, the Minnesota Loons, not surprisingly, considering they've kind of been at the epicenter of some of this, have been really, really, um, really engaged uh, with their community um, and some of their supporter groups uh, who are, again, really involved in this sort of thing. Uh, Red Loons are personal favorites. They've been obviously doing a lot, but the Dark Clouds, um, all the other Minnesota uh, supporter groups have been working with the club um, about not having police at the matches anymore, doing security. Cool. Mm-hmm. Which is a huge, that's a huge one right there. And, um, but the club itself has been very, um, again, really, really uh, putting themselves out there. Um, and a couple other clubs, like on, uh, on Juneteenth um, last week, which commemorates uh, the end, the official end of slavery in the U.S. Uh, you saw lots of lots of good good posts from American clubs, and I get that the Canadian clubs maybe are like, well, not really us, but I don't know if it's just me, but I sort of like expected more from the Canadian clubs in terms of continuing to push the message as well, because obviously there's racism in Canada and. It doesn't suddenly it doesn't suddenly stop at the border. It's not it's 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 like that whole thing where you know, it's not like when people might when I was a kid and I had American friends were like, do you do you have TV in Canada? Like people would ask us this. Have you ever heard of Miami Vice? Like no, we we, we do you yeah, do you have racism in Canada? Yeah, and, and that's that's wow. sort of how it feels sometimes. So you don't yeah, get as much. Vice. Yeah, you don't <laughs> get as much amplification sometimes of. <laughs> of the message, even when you have, um, like Josie Altador and Achara and now Justin Morrow, um, uh, as, as players of color who are like contributing to this conversation really militantly all the time, which is wonderful. And, you know, whatever that, the interview with Michael Bradley, the very heartfelt one, um, you still want to see it from your club. And I think that they may have missed a little, they've been missing out a bit in terms of really vocally supporting um, the message, and that's just obviously that's my opinion, but I think they can. I think the clubs can always do more than what they do, and that you know that goes for like this is Pride Month, and have yet to see much in the way from any club putting much out there, or for Indigenous Peoples Month. Like it's it's sort of a yes, it feels like there's a lot going on, but what else do you have to do right now? There's no games. Mm. So some community outreach and some strong messaging and some showing that you as clubs are working to, you know, foster change and, you know, increase the conversation and better your, your, uh, your company and your, your climate. Personally, I think would be just a logical thing to do. It would. Sorry, I realized I just talked for like five minutes straight. I apologize. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, this is, you know, yeah, definitely seems like a good thing. I mean, there's very few details on exactly who is fully involved and what they're doing, but, you know, presumably those are going to be coming. It's obviously something that's just been kind of thrown together quite recently and quickly, and you know, they're not going to wait until they've got everything sorted out before they start. But, uh, yeah, this seems 
like a, a positive development to uh, you know, have this group out there putting pressure on people. And all the more reasons for me to like Justin Morrow. So there you go. Mm-hmm. You needed more bullshit. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> need more. It's true. I didn't need any more. Beyond this is definitely a good thing and everything. Did everyone fully click on the link and fully explore the website that was uh, in the rundown that Kristen sent out? So for the yes, for the for the Black Players Coalition. Yeah, I'm just going to go through it to like to the bottom of that particular <laughs> article. And it's there's all this, temporary. Like, this weird merchandise. It's like. Ugh. I'm a MSL. I'm in your head. And it seems to be a very kind of Quincy America thing. And uh, yeah, and you kind of click through and it's the, uh, the Mental Strength League. Like, okay. All right. What's this all about? All right. Tell me more about the clubs. <laughs> in the Mental Strength League? Oh, man. <laughs> Damn it. I needed to prepare for this. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's perfect Cortex soccer. United, Cortex <laughs> Wednesday. Like, I mean. It's a perfect it's... soccer core values. There is something called the Amaraqua process. Oh, boy. It's temporary. Self-honesty, self-initiative, self-accountability, growth-oriented, spelt wrong, teamwork, teamwork, <laughs> attention to details. Uh, at least you didn't spell attention to details wrong. That's the main thing. And passion. Um, uh, Duncan, that's passion! There's <laughs> an exclamation point. It's true. There is, it's, yes. On, on the Damien yes. Perkey scale, it's a, it's a 5 out of 10. <laughs> you could see that it's trending that way, but I don't think it's as mm. ego-driven as uh, uh, Perkey's. So. Yes. But yeah, anyway, as it, it is, as Kristen mentions, as the website says, this is just a temporary location for the uh i'm i'm glad he's got a place to put all this like honestly because i I don't know how many of these i don't know how many players in general aside from you know damien perkis have a personal website and if this is a you know a place to at least post it and link to it yeah i realize that this is a temporary thing but uh and then if you also continue to dig on the website like he also you know he he funds a, a soccer academy a skills academy but he also has these little little bit of a podcast thing that's it, it looks like it's recent it's ask a soccer pro and one of my one of, one of my favorite recent ones is how to not be racist you know and that's like i think that that's a very that's a very important show um mm-hmm. and so he's trying to have uh he's trying to have you know very important conversations about things about mls culture about about Don Garber, um, but then he has some fun stuff, right? You know, like there's a there's a one about Zlatan, which I think is a bit weird, but that's okay. And then, <laughs> um, uh, but you know, and then there's you know you, how the MLS can back and continue to support the black player pool. You know, this is that, and then but then he's got an episode with uh, Nick Lima. You know, which is so there's there's like some some random little things scattered in here, but again, <laughs> trying to advance the conversation um but yeah of course it's, it's it's quincy's personal page with for his company so it's you know the first time i looked at it too i was like what am i looking at <laughs> exactly <laughs> but um it's uh yeah it's a bit of fun but yeah yes, the, the, the the i'm in your head i i, I do like that That's yeah like, the, the, the merchandise is like, oh okay the merchandise but, is uh, it's very yeah. it's very quincy mm-hmm Indeed. All right. Good for him. He's out there trying things. He is. He's doing stuff. Black Rain Wars, the
World Footy time. And before we get to everyone's favorite part of the show, which is Is it? Um, yes. It is. Thank you. You're welcome. I just Good need job. validation. Yes. Mark, it is the bestest part of the show ever. Uh, uh-huh. Come on. You are such a star okay. pulling it all together every quit, week. Quit kissing my ass. Honestly, quit kissing my ass. You said you needed validation. I'm just giving yeah, you validation I, it, it, for like the next... Hey, Tony, like, Tony saying yes twice was really what I was looking for. That yes. was it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you want validation from Tony is what you're saying. No, he just doesn't want yeah. to be patronized. I heard yes. that uh, Mark is in line to be getting the Order of Belarus the next time uh, Belarus does its national <laughs> honours on Belarus Day, <laughs> whenever that's coming up. Right? Yeah. Your services to Belarus and culture and uh, sports. It's yeah. I, it's it's just speculation at this you, point, but I think it's going to happen. So I thank think you. it's going to happen too. I think he's mm-hmm. going to get the uh, the Great Eagle Belt buckle. Oh, they don't. They, they do don't not give those hand to those just out to anybody. Anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh man. Something something outstanding. Oh, Mark, service. Mark, when you get it, can we put a can we put a picture of it on the website? I was gonna. I was probably just gonna leave it in BNP Towers. Honestly. <gasps> Not no, like I wasn't gonna frame it. I was just gonna like leave it on a chair or something. So, <laughs> but anyway, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. We will. Um, so with the return of uh, the English Premier League, and and you know lots of different footballies, but the English Premier League is something that lots of people watch. Many of our listeners and followers, um, and the panel included. Uh, so one of the things that they've been doing is. Uh, a concerted effort to highlight the Black Lives Matter movement um, at matches by um, kneeling at the opening kickoff. And they're not kneeling, Christine. They're taking the knee. I, I feel Sorry. like if we were in Britain and only Britain, they're referring to it as taking the knee, which is yes. very strange. Well, it's because you know it, the narrative the works. Thing? Yeah, well, the narrative works so well for the naysayers. I only take a knee for the queen. It's not taking anyway. a knee; it's take the knee. They all mm. like very specifically seem to say that, which is mm. I find very odd. Huh? I hadn't, I had that hadn't like twigged, but okay. Now I feel like I will mm. listen extra closely tomorrow. Um, so they've been doing this, uh, you know, I'm wearing the opening weekend. They had Black Lives Matter across the backs of their kits. Now they have Black Lives Matter patches on their kits. But they're still, you know, still put the big logo on the front of the shirt instead of the sponsor. If you really mean it, you fucks. That's what I say. Yes. Fair. Um, I actually quite liked it across the back of the kits. You know, this way you have to learn players numbers. It's <clears throat> educational. Um, <laughs> not, not nowadays when guys wear number fucking 59. God damn. Anyway, <laughs> grumpy English people. Um, so this is so this has been going on whatever for a week and a half or you know this short amount of time that English Premier League's been back. Um, so at the Burnley match on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Aspects. Yeah. Yeah. So minutes after. The kickoff, or after the, 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 oh yes, taking the knee in support of Black Lives Matter um, between Burnley and uh, Man City, a plane flew above the stadium, pulling a White Lives Matter Burnley exclamation mark mm. banner. Yeah. Yeah, and they don't. 
They don't. They don't matter. It's just yeah, yeah. And so there was, of course, you know, predictably and 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 rightfully uh, uh, an outcry on social media about this um, backlash against Burnley fans. Un- unfortunate in that sense, but. Uh, it turns out it was a Burnley fan who, who hired this plane to do this. Um, I'm not going to put his name out there. You can find if you Google it. He doesn't deserve to be recognized. Um, but the asshole has been fired from his job. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Good. So he worked at some Lancashire-based engineering firm, um, and he's been sacked. Well, who's going to lick the toilets clean now? Exactly. And also, so has her girlfriend. So has his girlfriend. I don't know where she works, but apparently her social media posts were not pleasant. Um, So they both just sound like horrible, horrible, horrible people. Mm. And uh, I am delighted to see them both lose their jobs because fuck them. Fuck them into the ground. Um, And there is also the the question of the the company that decided to that this was a good thing to fly. Yeah. Um, I thought about so, that one as well. Yeah, that was my first thought. I was like, like "Yeah, yeah." Like who, someone who came, someone, to this? yeah, someone came to the desk at that airport, whatever, and said, "Yes, I'd like to use your skywriting service." Here's the message I want to do, and the yeah. person went, "Okay, sure, why not?" <laughs> yeah, I, and that's yeah. and I haven't seen. So they are halting all banner towing activity oh, from this moment on. Oh, Blackpool right. Airport. Yes, wow. yeah, at Blackpool Airport. Um, and the Blackpool Council are outraged, as is the manager of Not Blackpool the Airport. Blackpool where will we get our Where will we get our connecting flights to Kendall? <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, know where Kendall is. <laughs> I would expect the company involved with the flying <laughs> should face some sort of oh I don't know sanctioning fines loss of jobs and yeah. future contracts like really what was in your yes, head the, luc- the lucrative skywriting business it's like who even does that anymore well this was a banner this wasn't sky guy, it's not you like know what i mean you know what i'm talking about guy with a plane mm. <laughs> guy with a plane and ability to s- sew letters on a on a on a sheet wow didn't that, didn't that kind of peak in the mid 80s Oh. Remember when Danny Dicchio did it after his last game? No, oh no, did no. He? I did. I if if there yeah. if he did, I didn't realize it was him who did it. Yeah, no. There was uh, after like oh. his. It wasn't like his last game, but the the game where there was like the big banner in the south end. He kind of like flew a plane over the stadium thing himself. Oh, well, no. What a renaissance man. Wow, that's that's ownership. <laughs> Like, oh, I've forgotten about that. Like yeah. Snoopy as a Red Baron. fans from your number nine or something yeah. like that. Oh, I'd forgotten about that completely. Mm. I love your steel trap memory, Duncan. For some things. Danny Use- DQ. Useless things. Yeah. Football you, related you have things. A whole not section. useless. No, it's just, just yeah. Danny DQ. A whole section oh. just for Danny DQ. Old football related things. Ask me anything from like, you know, probably 2016 onwards. I don't know. I don't know. Let's but, talk you know, about Johnny Giles. Back in the day. Oh, Johnny Giles. Oh. Oh. So why are you pulling strings? Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's let's move on to what everyone's waiting for. Uh, Billy Bremer? Of course. It is <laughs> Belarus. 
Premier League wins and losses time. Everyone's favorite part of the show. Uh, Mark carefully researches and watches hours of footage every week to bring us the highlights of our favorite football league. So here to tell us all about the week that was in the Bellerson Football League. Uh, here's wins and losses with Mark Hinckley. Thank you, Kristen. You're welcome. You're better than indoor plumbing. Been waiting for someone to say it. <laughs> Belarusian Vaisheshaya Week 14 had another full slate of eight matches, so let's just get the hell to it. Uh, Friday had two games on the schedule, starting with Slavia. The saliva anagrams. It's true. Hosting Smolvici SDI. The penetrators. At the country house. 50th minute, Slavisar converts a penalty to make it 1-0 for the home side. Just over a minute later, Vakalic ties it up for Smolvici, firing through a whole bunch of traffic to find a low far corner. Three minutes after that, Kovalevsky pops up a ball and Teda gets his, uh, gets up into the sky, heads the ball down past the keeper, 2-1 to Slavia, and that's basically how it finished. Next, we have Slutsk. Hamwater Army. Hosting Neman Grodno. The Normal Gourds. They're pretty normie. Uh, and uh, the visitors, uh, Grodno, uh, they're riding a four-game win streak. So 30th minute, Pavel Zabalin gets on the end of a far post uh, cross uh, to head it past the keeper. 1-0 to the visitors. That's the only goal of the game. Grodno is now five in a row. Wins. That's pretty crazy. Uh, Saturday, first of three games, had Islak. The, unidenti- I- the unidentified stains. Hmm. That's what I think that's a loose translation. Uh, taking on Torpedo Belaz. Daddy's special big boys. Uh, th- uh, 37th <laughs> minute. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They are pretty, sp- they are pretty special. 37th minute. Uh, Gabriel Ramos gets on the end of a pretty cut back pass uh, uh, from uh, Kachaturian. Unmarked eight yards out. 1 0. Uh, to Torpedo. Uh, 53rd minute, uh, Kuzminak gets on the, the end of a corner to head it, tied up at one. A few minutes after that, Gorbachev tries to get in a low cross, only to get it on the e- only to get it at the end of two feet. Sliding tackle from keeper Vasilyacek. Uh That was brutal, and somehow the keeper only got a yellow for that because he didn't get any ball whatsoever. Uh, Torpedo earns the penalty. Keeper uh, guesses incorrectly. Gabriel Ramos converts it, makes it 2-1. 88th minute, Kuzmanak gets on the end of a ridiculous free kick from 40 yards out, controls the ball just inside the box, turns and smashes it in. Spectacular finish on that goal. Two wall, and that was the final. Uh, yeah. Dino Brest. The ointment rubbers. Host Gorodea. The mighty orphans. That started off in what looked like a monsoon, but it ultimately tapered off, which was very disappointing. Uh, 28th minute, Gorodea counterattack. Badjik gets the gets the ball on the wing, crosses it in. Arkhipov heads it. Keeper gets most of it, but not all, and it bounces into the back of the net. So one nil to the visitors. And what seemingly is uh, a, a new tradition for Dinamo Brest, cue the comeback. Milev- Milevsky in the 29th, Laptev in the 66th, Gorodea check in the 71st. 3-1 the final. The defending champions have seemingly found their form, and they are on four wins in a row. Uh, lastly, uh, for Saturday, Dino Minsk. The hopeless quest for material happiness. Yeah. Take on energetic BGU. Barry Gibb Ultras. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They're pretty, they're pretty hardcore. 
Uh, this ended scoreless. Mm. Uh, Yasa played the full 90 after missing last week. Uh, but even though Minsk had the majority of chances, clearly there was nothing to show for it. Uh, Sunday had three games where Belshina, the superstars of winning, hosted Giants Bate Borisov, the penultimate Warriors. Now, I was disappointed. <laughs> That's a good one. I was disappointed that it was not even close to the bloodbath I'd hoped. Spoiler alert, the team you expected to win, they did delivers. Uh, Stasevich received a nice pass in the middle of the 18-yard box to redirect it past the keeper in the 27th minute. Late in the game, Nikajic capitalizes on some calamitous goalkeeping. That's a trend. Uh, to make it 2-0, and that's how it ended. Here's Belshina Gaffer, Edward Gradabev, on getting back to normal ways. Sometimes in a man's life, the serenity that only bureaucratic normalcy brought upon by our wise leaders in the Premier's chambers is broken. As an example, I bring forward to you the case of the great Belshina horse fire. An inferno in Belshina's largest employer, the equine abattoir, ripped through the city's busy cosmopolitan center, known locally as the Accusation District. It is in this area that the Gradabov state-appointed hovel was located. Up until that day, you could count on a daily refuse collection at the crack of noon on our street, the avenue of the murdered indiscreet journalist. On Monday, the rubbish collectors picked up dry items like plastic applicators, ashes, and annual bread. Tuesdays was mostly for personal dirt. Wednesdays were photographs of formerly fam former family members no longer deemed members of the state and nail clippings. Thursdays was that water that collects in a package of cold cuts. Fridays were dreams and hopes. Saturday was sack day, where you throw out anything or anyone that fits in your state-supplied Bella rucksack. No questions asked. Sunday, of course, was the Sabbath. So you throw out the trappings of organized religion and the chains in which the Western papists tried to destroy our socialist homeland with hocus-pocus and incense. Mm. Also, wet items. Mm. However, on that fateful day a few decades back, thick black smoke filled the streets. The delicious smell of pony shank wafting uselessly up our hirsute nostrils. The tragedy, though, was that refuse collection was stopped on that day. Insult to injury, it was sacked day and my wife's Georgian relatives have been visiting the day before. No questions asked. The moral of the story is that there is calm in knowing exactly what will come when the day breaks. Winning that match last week threw off all planning and the peace that comes with managing a great club like Belshina. It was just like living through the Great Fire again, just without the barbecued horse as a treat after all it was all done. Rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's reassuring that he's back. He didn't seem didn't seem to know what to do with himself last week. I no no it was very yeah. I miss the traditions of uh, of the week, uh, especially especially the uh, the Saturday Saturday tradition of anything that fits in the sack. No questions. Oh yeah, good mm -hmm. good times. Every, everyone needs a Bella rucksack. Oh. If I if I win that uh, if I win that order, I'm going to I'm going to see what I can do. I'm going to see if I can get everyone a rucksack. Bella nice. Yeah, so. Uh, I'm, or at the very least, I get a discount because I got the buckle. So, anyway. Nice. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, let's see. Let's see. Uh, that's, uh, next, Vitebsk. The urinal cake bakers. 
uh, take on Vanilla Minsk. Lubrication Nation. Which ended 1-0 for the home side. Uh, Niskaleshku converted a penalty in the 12th minute, and that got all the three points. Uh, last last match of the week, uh, Shakhtar. An audible fart noise. Taking on Rook Breast. The Robins. Now, Shakhtar regularly gave the visitors a headache, but they could not quite convert, and this took place for most of the first half and the beginning of the second half. However, 72nd minute, Diallo is the benefactor of some unfortunate defending, being at the right place, right time, to find a loose ball at his feet to pop it in an open net. 1-0 for Rook Breast. Spoiler alert, somebody's ticket is about to take a shit because the second place team can't defeat the 12th place team, and that person is wondering what the hell. 76th minute, Lisa Kovic gets on a nice through ball, one-on-one with the keeper, slots it past, tie it up. Okay, good. Three minutes later, Lisa Kovic gets on the end of a through ball inside of the box, tries to pop it over, stepping off, but the keeper gets a palm to it to curl it past the post. God damn it. 89th minute, Lisa Kovic has a goal from 25 yards out, forcing another save from the keeper. Four minutes of injury time? Why the fuck not? Unfortunately, though, announcing that there was four minutes of injury time led to a complete collapse of all forward momentum. Opportunities are few and far between. Game ends... The game ends one all. Shit. And now, with Gambler's Corner, here's Mark. Thank you, Duncan. So, I got Dinamo, Brest, Bate, and Vitebsk. Right. But that, but that trial really fucked everything. So, Ooh. thanks to Shakhtar to really fucking it all to hell. Uh, the odds on my ticket were only $3.79 uh, $3. on a $1 bet. So, I bet $5 to get that payout up to eighteen ninety-five, And, well, I lost. You see, kids, here's the problem. Gambling, it seems all fun and good times, and it's, it's all harmless. But then, you know, you just keep chasing that high. You just keep chasing. Now, all of a sudden, our hero, he's not losing $1. He's losing $5. No. That's right. Don't don't gamble, kids. No, it's don't bad. Don't gamble. It's bad. That's being gambler's corner. Back to you, Mark. Thank you, Duncan. The enthusiasm is a bit mm. too much. Uh, oh. it, 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 <laughs> hey, Mark, I'd bet you he'll be less enthusiastic next week. Uh, what are the odds? Three to one. Give me a line. <laughs> the Golden Boot Race is now on a five-way tie with Lisa Kovic, Nikolescu, Nikajic joining Yaza and the kid all on seven goals apiece. Bate is still on top of the table with 30 points. Shakhtar getting a draw opens up that gap, but they're still in second on 26. Dino Brest right behind him at 25. No changes on the foot of the table as Smolvici is still on seven and Loli, Loli Belshina is still on six. Full slate of games for match week 15 starting Friday at 10 a.m. with Energetic BGU taking on Slavia. Tastiest match of the weekend is Saturday with fourth place Nemingrado taking on third place Dinamo Brest, both of which are riding multiple game win streaks. They're actually statistically the two most hottest, the two hottest teams uh, uh, in, in, uh, in the top flight. So if football without fans is nothing, then the Belarusian League is the only football league. That's just math, everyone. It is. Science. <laughs> True. This has been Wins and Losses for this week. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Mark. Put your paprika in my goulash. Always.
round things off this week. A little TFC talk um, where we talk about TFC. And uh, Josie Altador, TFC's, you know, big money striker, et cetera, et cetera, uh, has not been here in Toronto uh, during these last few months. He has been in Florida. Oh, good. Not in Orlando. Uh, this has been safe. Not in Orlando. Yes. He's, he's been in Boca Raton. It's it's fine. It's Boca. Totally, it's, mm. it's totally fine. Been on my boat. Um, mm. In Boca. So okay. better to be in a rat's arrived. mouth than in Orlando. That's the old-fashioned saying. <laughs> yes. That's in the Bible. So he has. Mm. Um, he's back in Toronto now to rejoin his teammates, except for that he's in like 14 day shutdown. This um, confuses me. He was in Florida. And yep. so he's come back up to Toronto mm-hmm. to yep. go into quarantine and what have you and do this and this and this. Mm-hmm. And then he's yep. just going to fly back to Florida. Why couldn't you have just met them in Florida? Hmm. That is an excellent question, Duncan. And I have no idea what the answer to that is. Do you have, <laughs> do you have like four and a half million dollar reason to, to, to break that down? What's he making? Three, four? I lost track. Okay. Oh, isn't it five, five, five isn't it? Five, yeah. two, it's I two. Think, I think it's above five. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Well, there you go. There, there's your reason right there. Hope he flew private. I imagine he did. Yeah. I would, I would, I would expect so. No, um, he flew Frontier Airlines. Would they, would they not have flew the company jet down there to pick him up? Uh, no, you can't, yeah. some of us. Is, 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 <laughs> is Drake Force... started yet, though. Drake Force <laughs> 1 still in the shop? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe. Anyway, so yeah, I just that hope was, Austin it was Matthews just... hasn't been on there recently. Ooh. Oh. Hey. Uh, or any of the Blue Jays. Right, yes. So I've just learned. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey. It's like, Florida, so not safe for anybody. Yeah, so um, I, yeah, I don't know why the flight. Uh, yeah, it's very odd. Anyway, so he's back. He's, in, he's by himself for 14 days, and then he can start hanging out with his teammates again which is basically going to be just in time for them to fly back down to Florida. Wow. Um, 14 days. So. We should send him some podcasts. Yes. Mm. Oh, he, yeah. he could get through like four of them. Mm. True. Maybe five. Oof, he, like, pushing puts it. them on that one and a half speed. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I like that right. one. I sound, I sound manly in those. It's true. Um, Oh, no, that would be the half speed, wouldn't it? Yes. Mm. I sound like a tiny man in the one and a half speed. (laughs) You should should hear yourself on the two times. Um, Is everyone doing the podcast in Seba voice? What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) And then what does Seba voice sound like in one and a half speed? Oh, my God. It must like dogs. (laughs) Dogs dogs are like going crazy. Uh Um, So, yeah, keep uh, just. Yeah. Anyway, so he's back but by himself um in other tfc news uh richie larea has signed a new contract you've actually you've actually got this wrong Kristen. he was about to sign a new contract he made it all the way into the office negotiated everything then just right before it got to the point where he's going to be signing he fell over and oh the ref didn't even give him a penalty it didn't mean anything it's it's, tragic yeah, that's just. 
I hadn't seen the update on the news. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being so on top of everything, Duncan. I really appreciate mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, of course, in usual MLS, MLSE fashion, zero details. How long the contract is for. Of course, not money, but uh, he's, he's, they've, they've signed a new con, signed him to a new contract and, uh, Yay! No, good for him. You know, he's he seems to have he seems to have earned it. Uh, he's had a had a pretty successful year with with TFC, except for the aforementioned penchant for falling to the ground a lot. Um, sadly, sadly, it's on that big contract because Richie Rich is sitting right there. Oh, that's true. Dude needs Damn a nickname. The, the Larynx just isn't catching on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I know you keep trying, but. I know. Uh, uh, just uh, stop trying to make fetch happen, would you? Come on, um, South End, join me. Go on, Larynx. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, Pori you, you know I mean, that doesn't even make sense. Pori, Aiton. Does no. it work? No. 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 Anyway, congratulations to uh, you know the another 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 hometown boy. Signed to a signed to a contract, but since he actually, oh, see, this is this is the sign. He won't get any more minutes now. They signed mm. him to a new contract. He's, He's not Liam. Doomed. Not Liam Fraser. Liam Fraser. Yeah, that's true. Um, so he. He's the yeah. Come on. <laughs> you know, and, and we know, and, and, and TFC already rescued him from Orlando, so um, because that's what go. he was in initially. Mm. Um, and you know, what? he's had got his first cap. Uh, with the Canadian team last year and has uh, had six more since then. So, you know, it's 25, a lot of, lot of career left in front of him and uh, potential for good things to happen. So congratulations. It's a good thing. It's a good thing that they're signing him. Um, it's nice to see them signing a younger player um, as they should be looking to slowly, slowly remake this team. Um, so yeah, congratulations, Richie. And we'll see you next year, because we're not going to be at any matches this year. No, we are not. Uh, Tony, did you Kristen have... heads TFC, apparently. She's not planning to go. Nope. Well, no. it's part, well part-time known. supporter. Seriously, it's been clearly documented over the years. If you're new to this, I don't know what mm-hmm. else to tell you. So, um, Tony, did you have something you wanted to, to share with the with the no. panel? All right, then. This is oh. That's, this has been our show. A kid. So those of you who follow us on Twitter, and if you don't, why don't you? We've well, tweeted like seriously. over four thousand times. <laughs> that's that's that seems to be real. That, that's money well spent. Mm. Um, but for those of you who do, will know that we've been playing a game over the last few weeks called Hash Match, which is just a fun hashtag game, uh, football related, and so. Just thought we'd catch up on a few winners from the first few uh, rounds of playing. We had started off with a Ruin a Stadium. Hashtag Ruin a Stadium. Uh, included answers such as Ben Bromley's Audit Field, which I thought was very funny. That was good. Uh, that was Camp good. No. Mm-hmm. Was Aaron yeah. Papernex? Very negative. Uh, Santiago Build-A-Bear. I know Duncan <laughs> doesn't, doesn't like uh, <laughs> oh, a sponsor stadium. Well, that's so good. That was Jeffrey oh, yeah, Nesker's. That's amazing. Uh, the winner uh, was more of a visual one, so you'll have to go back and check that one out. Jan Bobrovitz uh, had some uh, pretty cool graphics. Uh, the next one round we played was uh, hashtag ruin a player. Had that, uh, answers such as RW Lomas's Rob Fiend. 
Mm. Uh, Tim Wharton's Christian Ronald. Yeah. So non exotic. And our very own Kid <laughs> Marks with Peter Weirdsley. <laughs> the winner yeah, of that was... week, though, was uh, Jeffrey Nesker. Uh, 80th time caller, 80th time listener. <laughs> uh, with a uh, winner, but his winner was good. Alex Awkward Chambermaid. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Oh, that it's so really good. good. And then we followed that one up. Uh, lastly, with uh, just a, a bit of a monster round, which was uh, football a movie. <laughs> and uh, oh my gosh, that was. I, I'll give. A, I'm going to give a shout out to our very own Duncan Fletcher with uh, Dar <gasps> Darjeelington Limited. Yay! So many layers. Mm. Uh, also, uh, Jason Brady with Slumdog Millionarios. Good. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, our Albanian friends at Two Soccer with CSKA, CSKA Sophia's Choice. <laughs> uh, the the very close runner-up, though, was Martin Bailey with So I Married, I Axe Murderer. Oh. oh. But, we get, but the winner was Kevin yelling at soccer with How to Loose a Guy in 10 Days. <laughs> hey. uh, that's just art. Uh, it really is. So good. Yeah. So follow us at Vocal Minority CA on the Twitter and play in, fu in uh, future games. And, you know, what else you got going on? You're sitting mm. at home in your underwear. Yeah. What you going to do? Watch the fucking English Premier League? Huh, that's not happening. Well, that's on. They should be it watching is? Colchester. Oh, Jesus Christ. Nothing wrong with Colchester. They got robbed. Yeah, fuck Colchester. Fuck Colchester always. Although I'm surprised you very were happy so that pro Exeter beat them. I'm so pr you were I'm surprised you were so pro Exeter uh, considering how south they are. Yeah, I've you, got you really can't Exeter get much more south than Exeter. I know you had personal beef with uh with Colchester, but I do. Still. 13-year-old me is is still very angry at Colchester. Mm. Very angry. Bastards. I should have brought up the other match instead. <laughs> oh, Cheltenham Northampton. That was a yeah. That was quite the tie, that one. That was good. That one Cobblers. Was good. <laughs> yeah, you mean is that how they you mean say Shacks? it? Just like that. Shaq's Northampton Town? That's mm -hmm. right, yeah. Shaquille O'Neal's Northampton Town. But I also too, but Duncan brought this I think he brought this up on Twitter, like they're yet still having the match at Wembley. Yeah. Well, of course, because yeah, no, I, there's a, there's about ninety other neutral site <laughs> stadiums you could have that would take a lot less manpower than fucking giant Wembley Stadium. Just the number of people that like keep the lights on. And how about finding how about finding any one of hundreds of neutral sites somewhere closer between you know uh, Northampton and what's it going to be and uh, Northampton and Exeter. Something. Wembley is probably pretty pretty close. Yeah, that's true. Two, actually, yeah, 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 I guess yeah. so. Yeah, what, what do you want it to do? Go up to uh, you know, play Reading, v Villa Park. I, I I feel that I feel that uh, you know, maybe yeah, Yeovil's too close. I don't know. Villa Park. Yeah, you've... No one wants to play. <laughs> no, that was always a classic FA Cup semi-final venue back in the day. It's true. Yeah. That main road. Mm. 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 Anywho, um, yeah, I also enjoyed as well just the, you know, that particular game really focused the uh, the cardboard cutouts in the uh, in the in the ground, and uh, you know they, they were right all there behind the dugout and everything. Presumably those people paid good money to have their cardboard cutout behind the dugout, yeah. and uh, yeah, this the expressions are all happy and cheering. Oh yeah, your team's lost three 0 They've pissed away a two 0 advantage and they're losing. <laughs> you still look pretty fucking happy behind the bench there. Mm -hmm. Did what a better of, job than the Johnny Rocks. The yes. Johnny Rocks Stadium. 
Johnny Rocks out there. Yeah. So disappointing to find out what that was. I know, but I see they retweeted you on uh, on the Twitter yes. just for just for just for discussing yes. them. Yes. Well done. Uh, see, naming your, name renaming your stadium after a random ass company totally works. Yeah, <laughs> I I will give Exeter points, even though I was pulling for Colchester. I will give Exeter points for their cardboard cutouts. They're really heavy on pets. There are a lot of dogs sitting in that stands. <laughs> it's better than Osama bin Laden and Leeds. I thought he was Arsenal. Uh, I'm sure they've all done it. Yeah, he's probably got tickets for both. Yeah. I mean, you can kind of imagine the conversation for the people, whoever it is that has to print these things out and put them on a thing and take it out there. And it's just, he's probably thinking, huh, this guy really looks like Osama bin Laden. But I can't say that because people are going to think I'm racist. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. I'm just going to put it go. out there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people to think that I think anyone that's like South Asian looks like like looks like Osama bin Laden. So yeah, just gonna put it out there and oh, somebody noticed. Fun. Unintended consequences. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Well, on that, I believe that brings us to the end of our show. Please join us next week where we hopefully have some actual concrete news about concrete. The, uh, yes. Mm. We're going to talk about concrete. About heavy uh, industry. Someone has to talk about it. Uh, talk about the uh, World Cup qualifiers, uh, whatever the international calendar looks like for the men's national team in the coming year or so. Uh, if there's any other exciting details about playing in Florida and. Uh, Whatever else happens in the world of football. I have been joined by the entire Vocal Minority podcast panel out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Hello! In the Twitterverse at Malarkey FC, Mr. Tony Walsh. I only follow the Gregorian calendar of World Cup qualifying. Mm. We'll see if we can get a translation for you. Um, on the tweet machine, at KidNerdMark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. My favorite part about that World Cup is when the crowds break into Gregorian chants. Yeah, oh, it's so oh. soothing. Mm. Powerful. Mm. Uh, as for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it. because a car is going by and making a loud noise. Way to go, Tony. Uh, it's not yeah, my seriously, fault, Seriously, I closed man. all my windows. Way to record this on the fucking gardener. Jesus. He, he's very pliable. Mm. All right, on this week's show, I don't sure why I started like that. I'm going to jump back to the beginning of my introduction. Strong. Strong move. Mm. You, you know, sounded half asleep. 
I have had a day. And until next week, Canada, get used to it. One last motorbike for the road. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that, was that was choice. Very, very well timed. I'm starting to rethink. Uh, I'm starting to rethink our purchase on the background noise. That was really good. Oh. Who's recording with their that window open? That Cody. soundboard is amazing. My windows are sealed tight. It's not me.